Um, for everyone listening, um, I'm sitting down with Dom, the hypnotist right now. Um, I'm super excited for this one because this is an area of self-development that I've gotten really, really into in the last year, year and a half. Um, I follow a lot of people that kind of are in this space and kind of listen to how I can, even on my own, uh, kind of influence my subconscious mind because a lot of a lot of things in my life up until this point have really dictated my behavior based on my my subconscious. Um, so it's something that I, I think like anyone can really take take advantage of. I think Dom would agree. Um, and, and Dom, can you like introduce yourself and, and kind of give us a little little brief background on yourself and kind of how you got to doing what you're doing? Uh, yeah. So when I was uh, 18, almost 19 years old, I started selling insurance and I sold insurance for a long time. I did, you know, like two different things in between there, solar and some other stuff um, over the past like 10, 11 years. And, but for the most part, insurance for the whole time. And I just, you know, being that I was in insurance for so long, I made pretty good money, but I just yeah. wasn't happy with what I was doing. It was just boring. The client, the type of clientele I was working with was just, you know, seniors, nothing against seniors, but it just wasn't, I just didn't feel happy, excited, and fulfilled yeah. with what I was doing. I just did it for the money. So anyways, my mom, she actually owns, uh, she's a state farm agent. She owns her own insurance agency and she's had success um, in her life. And she is all, is really into self-development and personal development. And so she did this course last year on NLP, timeline therapy. And part of the course was they teach you how to do a hypnosis. So <clears throat> that neuro-linguistic programming? Yeah. Okay. So she took the course and it had such a profound effect on her life and helped her out so much that she was all excited about it. So she ended up, she wanted me to take the course. And so whenever I was asking her about it, she kept just kind of pushing it off, not telling me, you know, yeah. the details. She's like, oh, they haven't got it set yet, and I'll let you know when they do it. So then, uh, not this last year, but the year before that on Christmas, she surprised me with it as a gift. It was an introductory course, a three-day course, where they teach you how to do hypnosis. In person? And so, in person, yeah. Cool. And so I had always been interested in that kind of stuff, but I had thought that you know, it, it would take you months and months of training every day. And, and it would take a long time before you could get to the point where you could hypnotize somebody. But right. she told me, no, you know, in the first day we learned how to do it. So I was like, all right, cool. So I went into it thinking, Hey, I'm just going to learn this cool little party trick that I'll be able to use with my friends. And it'll be kind of fun to know, right. Just a fun yeah. little thing to do. And when I went there, um, I was just so good at it so quick and that, and I, and I just, I had such a profound effect on my life that it, when, as soon as I left there, I said, you know what, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I want to, at least as I know it now is I want to work with people and help them get rid of negative emotions, limiting beliefs, et cetera. Right. So I had originally set a goal for myself that I wanted to transition from insurance to doing my hypnotherapy and coaching practice uh, six months after I got out of this course. And within a week, I had worked with like 40 or 50 people doing mostly over FaceTime. And I was seeing such a profound effect in my skills mm -hmm. because when you're in the course, everybody's there to learn. So you're like, okay, are they just going along with this or am I really this good at it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was able to deal with people that, you know, on, on my phone essentially, um, it built up my confidence. So then I said, okay, I'm going to take the six month goal, shrink it down to three months. And then within that very next week, I said, you know what, this stuff is too powerful and to do for free. So, um, I'm going to just go full time. And, you know, I haven't, that was almost a year ago. And, you know, gotcha. as soon as I made the decision to go full time, I never had to sell an insurance policy ever again. And I didn't have to touch my savings, nothing. I just made it a business. And then uh, you were talking about the Joe Rogan thing. So when I initially got out of it, you know, I do jujitsu and, and wrestling. Yeah. And so I, I live in Vegas and Vegas is the fight capital of the world. So you rub shoulders with a lot of professional fighters. So right, I thought, right. Hey, this will be good to help me work with them. So I, one of my buddies who trains at the gym, he's in the UFC, his name is Julian Marquez. I ended up working with him over in the 
at the UFC Performance Institute here in Vegas. And as we were there, we ran into his buddy, whose name is uh, Khalil Roundtree. And it just so happened he had a fight the very next week. Um, it was on a pay-per-view card. And we ended up working together. So he ended up going out, had his best performance of his career. And it was funny because oh, I was wow. watching the fight. Yeah, and as I'm watching the fight, you know, Joe Rogan and Daniel Cormier are like, oh, my God, this is the best we've ever seen him. It's like he's got over a mental block. He's at a, he's at a whole new level in his career. Yeah. And I'm just thinking they're like, oh, shit, that's, you know, I'm assuming that has to be because we did this work that we did a week yeah. out before his fight. <laughs> so then he did such a great job. I mean, he completely destroyed um, the other guy he was fighting that Joe Rogan had him on his podcast three weeks later. And then, oh, as wow. you mentioned, he uh, he ended up talking about, he's like, yeah, you know, I got hypnotized by this guy, Dom, from Vegas. He's with Julian, you know, he knows Julian Marquez. And, and he talked about it for like 15 minutes on the podcast. So then I went from, you know, that was like a month after I started, or I got my certification. So I went from being an absolute nobody wow. in this field to like getting a shout out on the biggest podcast in the world. And then the guy that he fought, um, he was just so impressed with how he could tell that his, that guy, uh, Khalil's mind was just on a whole new level. So he ended up reaching out. I worked with him and then I just, I ended up now I've worked with, I think like 10 or 11 guys in the UFC. Um, I started working with NFL guys. I worked with, I think nine or 10 of those guys. I've worked with a couple of guys getting prepared for the uh, upcoming draft and just a whole bunch of other people and just a regular everyday people as well. And so, yeah, that's kind of how I got started into it. And that's where I'm at now. Wow. Yeah. So that's crazy. Like um, you said like a month or two went by. Yeah. It was, I think six that's weeks crazy. was, yeah, I know. Right. I went did you like, have, did you have like a high? Oh my gosh. Still to yeah. this day, probably the, one of the best, if not the best feeling. Cause I remember I was talking to Khalil and he was like, yeah, um, I'm going on the podcast. He's like, if it gets brought up, I'll mention, you know, that we did the work. So I was like, all right, cool. So I'm like watching it and I'm just sitting there like, all right, is it ever going to come up? And I don't remember how far I was into it. And then he's like, and then I just remember they were talking and then he's like, it got kind of quiet in the conversation. He's like, yeah, so I got hypnotized for my last fight. And I, and I was like, oh, fuck. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm even getting the chills thinking about it right now. And then yeah. he's like, Oh, I remember Joe, Joe's, I've watched the clip probably a hundred times. He's like, Oh shit. He's like, by who? And he's like, Oh, <laughs> my friend Dominique from Vegas. He, and then he told the whole story and they went through the whole deal. And then, yeah. So yeah, every, when I think about that time, it makes me super excited. And I was just like, yeah, dude, that would take, you, you know how much it would cost to freaking run an ad on Joe Rogan's podcast. I think it's like 30 grand or something. I just got free yeah. advertisement. That's sick. Yeah, yeah. So like, so I guess for like people that don't understand the whole dynamic of what we're talking about, cause it's kind of some people that don't really understand this stuff. It could be like, what the hell are they talking about? Like, so when you, when you refer to the need for emotional release, I guess you would say, or, you know, limiting belief release, mm-hmm. maybe that's what you call it. Um, yeah. Like where does that, where does that stem from? And like, why is that? a thing that needs to be done for people that aren't like already self-aware of it. Yeah. So limiting beliefs and limiting decisions are things that plague everybody. You know, everybody has, even at the highest levels, people still have things about themselves that they don't, you know, that they, that limit them. So limiting beliefs develop because of certain situations that happen in our life or even genetically. So if you look into, like you said, you look at, uh, you follow Joe Dispenza, he talks about epigenetics. And one of the things about what epigenetics proves is that memories are passed down through our DNA as a survival mechanism. So when you have your parents or your grandparents or your great grandparents, or even further back generationally, if they experience something highly, highly traumatic, though that memory, it makes such a, 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 an imprint on their subconscious that the memory that the, the, the Genetics go, hey, we need to make sure that if this happens again, you know, we are able to respond in this way. So then it passes that down. And those beliefs really? get encoded. Yeah, they get encoded in your, your, either your parents, et cetera, and then it gets passed down to you. So yeah. a lot of the things that affect us 
aren't even necessary, uh, necessarily our doing or our fault. It's things that are passed down genetically. And then, so, and then a lot of them are, you know, when we're a certain age, we'll experience uh, certain things that causes us to think a certain way. And then that therefore changes our personality. It changes our behavior. And it basically, it will dictate how our entire life plays out in our entire reality. Yeah. Yeah. So Dan, that's crazy. Like, and so like one of the, one of the things that a lot of people talk about, and I mean, I talk about this to people a lot, um, is that uh, your environment can really dictate the way you think and the, like the way your subconscious mind works. Mm -hmm. um, when you say passing down that genetic, like, like in a little, in the literal sense, like when I, when, when someone pops out the womb, like they already like have that kind of imprinted in them yeah. in their DNA mm -hmm. or do you mean, or, or yeah. are you saying like, or is it something that's learned? No, it's already in there. So I'll give you an example wow. of something for me. So not too long ago, um, I really started pushing heavy on my YouTube and I mean, you know, I'm on TikTok, YouTube, Snapchat, everything. Yeah. And before I was just really mostly on Instagram and a little bit on Facebook because I had this sort of, I had this belief that yeah. I just wanted to, even though I've had a lot of success with like working with high quote unquote, like high profile people or whatever you want to call them athletes and stuff. Yeah. I didn't, I never really wanted to grow what I do into like a big company or have employees on. I kind of had this mindset of, I just want to work with, you know, a certain amount of people every week. And I just want to have it just be me and my assistant. That was it. I just wanted to keep it small yeah. and, and grow it that way. So after a while, I was like, you know what, what, why is this bothering me? Like, why is this a thing? you know, because other people don't think this way. So anyways, I went back on, you know, in my, in a process that I do. And I found out that what, where this belief started was my grandfather, who was a roofer. He pretty much worked to the day he died. He was like 75 when he died. And he pretty much worked all those years. I remember even being a kid, him going to work. But what was the programming that happened is that he had that same belief that I'm just going to keep it small. I just want me and a small crew of guys. He wanted to sort of be in control of everything. Didn't right. want to relinquish control or delegate anything. So he ended up having to work till the day he died. And I thought, damn, if I keep this same mindset that I have, I'm, it's going to be the same way, right? So anyways, when I was able to look back on that and, and come to terms with it, literally like the very next day, I start my YouTube channel. I start pumping out content. I become completely obsessed with editing videos and lighting and cameras and angles and this, that, and the other with growing my yeah. YouTube channel and how to grow and how to get more people. And then I started my TikTok, and it was just like, because when we have, when we have a limiting belief, it's like a filter, right? Yeah. And when you have the, that certain filter, it blocks certain things from coming in certain ideas, right. certain act, uh, certain actions that you take. So, I had this, this veil up of all blocking out this, all this possibility of what I could do with my business. So as soon as I dropped the veil, it was like, boom, this idea, yeah. this idea, this, idea. And, then, and then my mind was just flooded with all this positive information. And then I just, you know, my, basically I started the YouTube channel like five months ago. i just uploaded a bunch of videos that I had already in my phone, right. but I didn't do anything about it. And then I just kind of left it. I was like, oh, this is whatever. But since I think three weeks ago, when I really started hitting it hard, you know, I've already got like 200 subscribers on my YouTube channel, um, cool. which is pretty fast for, you know, a couple, a couple weeks of just getting at it. So, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, it passes down genetically as a memory because it's a survival mechanism. The survival right. mechanism for my grandfather in that situation was, I don't want to put too much on my plate. I don't want to have too much responsibility. I don't want to, you know, have all these people that have to, that I have to worry about, et cetera. Yeah. So then to him, the way he was perceiving it was having a big company was going to be a threat to his survival. So then he just wanted to keep it small and then that ended up passing on to me. Mm. So do you think that, so, cause it's weird. Like, so did you get rid of it or did you just, are you yeah. just super self-aware of it? No, it's gone. I don't care. So about it's just, anymore. okay. So the actual, like, the actual, um, uh, I guess, <laughs> the actual experience of the belief is what the belief is in of itself. Whereas that is what will be passed down. Is that, is that, 
Sorry, you just hypnotized me with what the hell you just said. I don't know. What did you just say? So like, just so like we, trance, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like we, when I, when we have like beliefs, like we're experiencing them because we're thinking these thoughts, right? Like, uh-huh. it's like programming in our head. Like, is is it is it? Once you don't feel it, is it just mean? Does that mean that belief's kind of like gone? Yeah, exactly. The belief okay. is gone. Okay. So, yeah, um, the belief is gone, and then you can replace it with another belief of whatever you want. It could be that I'm going to grow my company to X amount of dollars or X amount of employees or whatever. So what ends up happening is when, when that belief started at him, it ends up getting passed down. Right. And then because I have that belief, I will act and do things in a certain way that will manifest my reality of, of keeping things small. So let's say I have the idea that I want to grow my company. I want to do this. I want to do that and I start to work towards that, what will happen is I have the conscious idea, like this is what I want to do. This is, you know, this is the goal I have. The unconscious mind will go, wait a minute, hold on. That doesn't go with what we believe. We believe we want to keep it small. So you will have to fight yourself to be able to overcome those things if you don't basically reprogram your mind and then you create these internal conflicts. And typically what happens is your, your subconscious mind will self-sabotage you to keep you there without you even realizing it. So people talk about like having willpower and pushing and doing this and doing that, that shit, it does not work long-term because willpower, you're fighting your own self. It's like you're pushing so hard to make things happen. And it's because you're, you're trying to overcome a belief with your conscious mind, which is 5%. Your, uh, your subconscious mind is 95%. Yeah, yeah. So you're just, you're, you're literally screwing yourself by, um, by trying to do it with willpower and with hard work and all that shit. Right. It's like, t- it's like chasing your tail. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're just, you're, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. It's like trying to climb a mountain with a thousand pounds on your back. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's just too, too hard. Yeah. But once you release it, it's literally like cutting, cutting the cord, the thousand pounds falls off and then you can just walk up and out. Just walk up and out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, um, I mentioned for a second that, um, I'm pretty into like meditation and visualization. Um, yeah. I have this, I like, I have this whole scene that I like, I, I visualize like pretty much every night. Um, mm like after I get into, or at least after I tr- I've tried to get into like a meditative state and, um, yeah, and I got that concept from, um, Dr. Uh, mm-hmm. the, Dispenza. Right. Right. Dr. Dispenza, um, his book. And, and I'm curious how hypnosis and meditation slash visualization or all those kind of like correlate with each other. And if, yeah, if, Cause I, I, I'm assuming, um, that hypnosis is just like a more effective deeper exactly. example. Yeah. 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 So meditation, um, I'm not really big on meditation just because it's mm-hmm. kind of, to me, meditation, you're just sitting there with no purpose in mind and you're just like, just being calm and quiet and all that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. because I know different techniques, um, I can actually do it's basically it is meditation but you're doing it with purpose you have a specific right. reason why you're tapping into your subconscious and your super conscious mind so that you can get answers to things that you need ideas um whatever it may be so that right. you can start taking action so uh yeah so hypnosis is the same similar state but you're giving your uh subconscious mind suggestions to believe or to you know to um, think a certain way and as a hypnotist, it's just me guiding you to that point with a, to get you there faster, to hold you in that meditative state so that I can give you the suggestions of whatever it is you want. Yeah. Because when, once you, so you have your, your conscious mind, the critical mind and your subconscious mind, when you're awake, when you're, you know, your eyes are open, you're fully alert, yeah. you're taking in millions of bits of information every second. So you can't calm your conscious mind down to tap in your subconscious to, to reprogram it. So what typically what people will do when they're taking information, right? They're reading a book, they're, they're watching a video, which is all good stuff, but they're, they're taking it in at the conscious level. So what the critical mind does is it, when it takes in that information, the critical mind will check in with the unconscious mind to see if it, if it aligns with your beliefs, if it doesn't align with your beliefs, it'll toss it out. So okay. <laughs> what'll happen is people will read all these books and listen to all these videos. I used to be that guy. 
fucking, I've had all the programs, everything. And just things weren't, they would get better while I would listen to them because I was focused on it. But as soon as I would stop, right. I go right back to where I was. Plugs back into so, the subconscious. Exactly. So yeah. what you're doing when you close your eyes is you're shutting out your environment. So immediately right. you, you, your brainwave cycles slow down. So there's, without getting into too many technical terms, just you slow yourself down. Right? Isn't it um, and beta, beta, alpha, yeah, beta, theta, alpha, theta, delta? Delta, yeah. yeah. So that just means the brainwave cycle. So how, right. how, how fast your brain is moving. So when you close your eyes, you're not seeing colors, except what you're visualizing, but you're not seeing shapes. You're not seeing, you know, the different textures. It's just blackness, right? Whatever you're visualizing. So immediately, yeah. boom, close your eyes, calms you down. And then there's, there's certain language you can use. And then obviously, if you have like soothing music, that also begins to slow the mind down. Right. And when you slow the mind down, your conscious mind will just start to drift. It'll wander. And when your conscious mind drifts and wanders, that opens up your subconscious mind. <laughs> Dude, you, see you what's literally... Dude, what the Put you in a freak, trip. man? Holy <laughs> shit. Dude, did you, did you, did you catch yourself going like this? Dude, you, were you stuck on the screen? That was crazy. Dude, we need to make a, I would, I would make a clip out of that. That's crazy, That's man. Funny. What happened? You just get stuck and you're like, <laughs> I, I, I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at the camera so I can't shit, see you. What were man. you doing? Dude, that's weird. No, I, I I didn't feel like I was falling asleep or anything, but I was like looking at you like like you were in I like was a, so like calm, a dude. Meeting, right? Dude, holy shit. So <laughs> oh when that happens, God. your your subconscious mind is now your brainwave cycle slowed down. <laughs> so now your subconscious mind is open to suggestions. Yeah. So you start telling people things. Right. Right? You're gonna do this, you're gonna do this, da 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 da. And then when you bring them up, you you essentially started the process of reprogramming their mind. So, yeah, so visualization is great, um, you know, um, but like I said, meditation is, if you, if, you, if you use more intention behind the meditation as opposed to just sitting there right. and just being quiet, right. you'll get a lot more out of it. That's what I do, I, yeah. So my, my whole goal in meditation, for the most part, unless I'm doing it because I just want to take a little vacation, um, is to... I'll, I'll do meditation with the intention of getting into a visualization at the end or like mm -hmm. after the meditation. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll get into, I'll, I'll meditate with the intention of getting into a very relaxed um, state. You know, I don't mm -hmm. know what wavelength or whatever. It's probably just the alpha or something. I don't, right. I don't know. It's probably not that deep, but um, I'll get, I'll try to get into a state where I can get into a situation. I can create this, this uh, artificial situation like Dr. Dispenza talks about in the book and um, create that reality, like trick my brain into, into thinking it. And it's crazy. Like the, the specific times I've been able to do it really effectively. Like I really felt like I, I like I was in the I was in, I was there, yeah. you know, but it's crazy. Yes. Like I've been, it, I'm mostly unsuccessful at it because it's hard to get into that state. Yeah. So having someone like myself just, basically speeds up that process but yeah, yeah um uh yeah so what happens when you do that when you're visualizing yourself in a certain state your your subconscious mind it doesn't know the difference between reality so what's that what's happening or what you think is happening in your reality and what's going on in your head so that's the job of the conscious mind the conscious mind is what you see with here with taste with etc so when you get into that state, your mind is thinking that you are literally living that ex at that same experience. It has no, it doesn't know the difference. So mm -hmm. there's something also, there's something in your uh, brain called the reticular activating system. The reticular activating system's job is to scan for things in your environment that match up with the pictures in your head. So for example, if I tell you, don't think of a red truck what's the first thing that pops in your head yeah right yeah yeah right truck. red truck right so if i say <clears throat> all right i really really do your best and i just i don't want you to do this next thing okay whatever you do don't do this i don't want you to notice the color black 
wherever it is in the room around you. Just don't pay attention to it. Don't notice the color black. And then what happens? The color black, all of a sudden, all of the things on my computer that are black, just like just boom. Right. So your, your subconscious mind doesn't process. Don't can't won't all that process is, is the picture of black right, or the picture right. of red truck. So when you're, when you're, when people, the reason why people will typically end up, they always get the things that they don't want is because they're thinking, I don't want to be broke. Right. They're not focused so on their the right subconscious thing. gets a picture of them being broke and it doesn't know the difference between something that you want or you don't want. So it's just thinking, right. oh, this guy's always thinking about yeah. being broke. So let me scan for things in his environment that align with, to make him have this reality of whatever that picture is. So people will sell their subconscious mind will sabotage them. It'll make them do yeah. things that don't, you don't even think are related. It'll make you speed on the freeway. So you get a $500 ticket. Ah, fuck. It'll make you not get your oil change in time so that your car fucking blows up. It'll yeah. make you spend money when you're not supposed to spend money. It'll just do things to keep you in that state of mind. So what you're doing by visualizing the life that you want, you're, you're, when you come out of it, your reticular activating system is now saying, oh shit, you know, we want to be, I want to be in this particular situation and it'll, it'll scan for things in your environment and you will subconsciously do things to put yourself in those situations. Right. Yeah. And then there's all the stuff about law of attraction, raising your frequency, drawing things in, which is all true as well. Um, so yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I, and that, that basically proves why like people attract what they focus on. Yeah. Like literally you get what you want and you get what yeah. you don't want. <laughs> you don't want if, especially you if you write it down. I don't yeah. want to be blank. Well, that's probably, yeah. that's, there's a reason that people tell you how to do that. That's um, I have people all the time. They don't, they're like, I'm like yeah, what's yeah. important to you about money? They're like, I don't want to be in debt. I don't want to be broke. I don't want to always worry about money. And I go, you don't even got to tell me. I go, I bet you're in debt. I bet you're broken. I bet you worry about right, money yeah, all the time, yeah, don't yeah. you? They're like, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. My, one, of the, one of the things my business coach keeps catching me on is sometimes I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do that in certain ways. And I'll be like, mm -hmm. he'll be like, um, did you hear what you just said? I'm like, what? Did you hear what you just said? And then um, I'll be like, oh, damn. Like, I did say that that person might not be able to afford X, Y, and Z, or I did, right? Cause like the, I've been, I've conditioned my mind for some, so long to be like, I don't want X or I don't want, I don't mm -hmm. want Y, I don't want Z when it's just like, even like the act of writing something down as truth, like this, like X, Y, and Z, I automatically feel more, I already feel like it's more real. Right. Yeah. It, so, so what you're, what, so that when it comes to the things you don't want, things you want, there's what's called away from motivation and towards motivation, which essentially right, just yeah. means we're motivated to get away from pain or we're motivated towards pleasure. So right. when you think about the things that you don't want, you're, you're, you what happens with your, your motivation is you, so let's say you don't want to be broke, right? And this is their starting point. This is broke. This is being rich. Okay. So you're in here. So you're here, you're broke as fuck. I don't want to be broke. So that's all you focus on. I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be broke. So as soon as you get far enough away to where you look at being broke, you're like, ah, I'm actually not broke anymore. What happens to the motivation? Mm. <laughs> what happens so it's a, it's a pulling thing. Okay. It, it goes um, on. It goes yeah, back yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in order for you to be motivated, you have to be broke. That's when you're motivated because you don't want right. to be broke. So your motivation is, yeah. I don't want to be broke. As soon as you get comfortable, you're like, okay, I can pay all my bills. I can buy food. I can pay my rent. What happens? You all your motivation you know, you is gone. Yeah, you stop reaching out to people on Instagram. You stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go a little bit late. You fucking leave a little bit early. You're not as enthusiastic. You're not as excited. And then slowly, before you know it, you're all the way back down to broke. And then broke. what happens? You'll fucking move mountains, right? You're calling everybody. You're trying to make deals happen. You're doing this, you're doing that. So as soon as you release the away from motivation, because we all have uh, away from motivation in different areas at certain percentages, when you release it, yeah, yeah. now you're focused on being rich. So you will, your motivation will continue. You'll always have motivation to make money if it's, we're talking about money. 
to um to get rich because there's no necessary there's no like end to it right yeah so that's crazy never thought about it that way and then logical too you always get what like i said the subconscious mind will 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 it'll it'll self-sabotage so you're here i don't want to be broke i don't want to be broke okay we need to get you back to broke because that's where you want to be and um i'm sure you know who grant cardone is right um, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the things he talks about for people that want to get fuck, like, fucking crazy rich is to always be broke. Yeah. Um, by making money, then putting it away, investing it in X, Y, and right. Z. Um, and in that, with that analogy, like if you if your motivation is to be rich, like that'll make you super motivated because you're always right. broke. <laughs> right, right, right. Or it, it, it does mo- it motivates. The yeah, fuck yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy, yeah. But when you're doing um, it, how do you feel? It doesn't feel very good when you're always broke, does it? I mean, I guess not. <laughs> I don't like being broke. I don't like yeah. not having money in my bank account. Exactly. So he says that there's better ways to say it. Obviously, it works yeah, yeah, yeah. because away from motivation still makes you motivated to work. That's right. just his strategy of making money. Now, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that are richer or as rich or close to it that that would be like no that's not how i think i actually have all the money in my bank account and i continue to keep working and i don't have to worry about being broke you know what i'm saying so in his so i'm glad you mentioned that so in his mind i was actually thinking about this like last night in the shower i was like like, it's funny (laughs) how grant cardone no i swear to god it's funny it's synchronicity yeah for sure i was literally in the shower i was like it's funny how grant cardone says you have because here's here's why i thought about it Mm mm-hmm I put money in my cryptocurrencies every week and it's the same type of thing of like, okay, if I put it in there and then I don't have any money in my account, I won't spend it. Right. It'll just be invested. But when I first started, I, when I first started doing that, I had Grant Cardone's voice in my head because I used to listen to him all the time, every day when I was in yeah, doing yeah, like yeah. insurance and I would hear that voice of, you know, put, put all your money in savings or invest in, in investing actually not savings. He hates savings. Right. Yeah. So, so that you're always broke and that little voice. And then I was always fucking broken. It's just like, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a shitty feeling when you're like, I, I wasn't always broke. I actually had money, but in my, when I'd open my account, I'd be like, fuck, I don't have any money. Right. Yeah, and and it would motivate it, yeah. me to, to, to work, but it, it wasn't a good feeling. So basically I, I reprogrammed the way that I look at that. And it's still, I'm still doing the same thing, but it's, I don't have that sort of like anxiety rushed feeling about it where it's like, Oh God, I'm broke. I got to go work. You know, I just have the tours motivation where I'm just always working, putting money away um, so that I invest it. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. This is crazy stuff because it's like, Oh, so for his strategy uh, based off what he's telling you is he's keeping himself broke so that he can keep investing money, keep investing money, keep investing money. Because if he has it in his account, he knows he'll self-sabotage and spend it and then probably go broke. Right. Yeah. That's essentially what he's saying. Like just put it away so you can't see it. And you just, you're constantly working, constantly working, constantly mm-hmm. working. Yeah. So, Which but is it's probably uh, not the best way to, to, to yeah, it's not it. the best way to word it, but it still works. Like you can still, you know, when I was in sales, I was the number two guy in the whole company. And I only worked like, I'm thinking about my last sales job of insurance. Yeah. I was only there for like nine months. I was number two. If I was there the whole year, I would have been number one. And I was yeah. highly, highly away from motivated, highly away from. And because I, I had like all this debt I had to pay. I was just, right. and so I was like, I was motivated, but guess what happened as soon as I got out of debt and all that, I got really comfortable <laughs> and I, and I went back down. So. Okay. Yeah. This is crazy. Like I, cause I, I, one of the things that I, somehow I always, when, when, when something's not a priority to me, like in my head, I'll always somehow find a way to like either be right on time or late. Uh-huh. Um, so like, for example, when I was in college, I, I just graduated in just like December mm-hmm. um, of college. And like, I was always like, I was walking to the classic like a minute late every single time because it's not right. it, it's not important it's I mean I was like starting a business I like it, it wasn't important to me you know um and even when I told myself like you're gonna leave 20 minutes early there's always something that would happen 
there's always something that would happen to yeah you self-sabotage yeah it's crazy and it's like yeah. and then like 20 minutes goes by and you're like what what happened like, mm-hmm. like and it's like it's almost like you're being taken over by your subconscious mind which you, you are you're Dude, being, every time and, yeah you will crazy. you'll take a phone call you'll you'll take a little bit longer to get ready than you normally do all that it happened and last night this, yeah and, and not only does this affect money this is every area so for example yeah. relationships right Right. Certain people are, are think about what they don't want in a girl and guess what happens right. when they or get that a guy girl, or in a guy, he cheated on me. I don't want to, and then it I don't, want a, I don't want a guy that I don't want to, I'm tired of guys that cheat on me. I don't want a guy that cheats on me or yeah. man, I'm tired of girls that are fucking sluts. They're all this, they're all that. They're just money hungry, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then guess what happens to that reality yeah. is reticular activating system is saying, okay, let's look for girls who are, sluts who are this who are money hungry and then they yeah. never can bring in what they actually want same right. thing for girls or whatever so as soon as you get rid of that stuff and you go oh shit and then as far as the motivation goes people can be in relationships because they don't want to be alone they're they don't right. want to they don't want to uh do things on their own like they want to have uh essentially they don't want to like pay for all their bills on their own or you know, they don't want to show up to parties and be the, the old guy that doesn't have a girl, whatever, right? So they'll, <laughs> yeah. they'll have the same thing in their relationships. Like they'll go back right. and forth and back and forth. So um, the moral same of the story your, is your health. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get rid of your away from motivation. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. Or, you know, like fo- focus guess, like, on maybe, what you want. Yeah. Like focus on, I guess maybe that, I, would you agree with this? Like maybe the first step is writing down what you do want. In your life you, you can definitely do that um yeah the problem is with it's good to write things down um but again you're i'm not saying not to do that but that's not gonna that's not like the end all be all because what you're right. doing yeah. so if you have a belief right, right. Yeah, that yeah. you're a rock <laughs> this is your belief i'm a rock becoming you're more writing common nowadays. down you're what it's becoming more common nowadays yeah you're like, okay, I'm a rock, right? That's your subconscious belief. But yeah. your conscious mind is writing down every way, every day, you know, I'm a seashell. I'm a seashell. I'm a seashell, right? It's not going to believe, it'll never believe that it's a seashell. So taking a rock and, and uh, taking yourself and writing things down on a piece of paper and uh, like what you think that you, how you want to think, it's like, it's like taking a rock. You want to, you want to be, you want to be gold. Let's, that's a better analogy. You want to be gold, right? Yeah, yeah. But you're a rock. Right. T- writing things down without getting rid of this belief that you're a rock is like painting the rock gold. For a little mm. bit, it's gold. For that yeah. moment when you're writing things down, for the next hour, you're fucking, you're right. on it, right? I'm going to yeah. do this. I'm gold. I'm gold. I'm gold. But right. what happens when there's weather? What happens when it rains? What happens when the wind picks up? AKA what happens when things happen in your life that the gold starts to chip away and then now you're still a fucking rock. So what we have to do is we have to now take you're the a rock. Fucking rock. You're still a rock. You're a fucking so we have to rock. take the rock and we have to yeah. shut the rock out that belief. And then we have to dig in your subconscious mind. We have to dig and find the gold because once you find the gold, after you dig for it, and you dig and you essentially you're digging for what this negative belief is. You get rid of it, which is the rock. Mm-hmm. Then you're an actual piece of gold. You don't have to paint the gold. You don't have to tell yourself you're gold every day. You're just gold. And then you don't have to sit there and write down affirmations and all this yeah, shit. Yeah. You already believe it. Does that make yeah. sense? So I guess like, so, so I know you're a hypnotist obviously. And mm-hmm. so like, logically speaking is that the only way to get rid of beliefs no you can again uh so you can like basically by doing that stuff writing your goals down every day it's 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 good and it helps for sure and listening to positive stuff all that helps yeah but it just takes longer because you're yeah you're you're uh, essentially you're basically you have to brainwash yourself Right. To eventually. <laughs> that's believe. exactly right. Yeah. That's, that's, you have that's to brainwash yourself. Point. And yeah. that just, it's too hard. It takes too long. It can be done. And then also, part of what will 
change a belief is successes in the belief that you have. So, mm. because what is, what is confirmation? You, confirmation. Exactly. Right, what yeah, has yeah. caused you to have the belief that you have in first in the first place, the negative belief? Well, the, the what's caused you to have that belief is that let's take, let's take, uh, if you, let's take about, uh, let's talk about girls for a second, right? Let's say a mm. guy wants to approach girls. Well, yeah. the first time he, he's never approached a girl before, so he doesn't really have the belief that girls are a certain way. They respond a certain way, whatever. Right, so yeah. if he goes up to that girl and he says, Hey, you want to go on a date? She's like, yo, no, what the fuck? Get out of here. Right. So he's like, okay, that was weird, but okay, whatever. And he goes to another one, same thing, another one, another, before you know it, after 10 or 15 times of doing that, what is his belief going to be about? Yeah. The girl? Yeah. yeah. He believes right? that, that, that they, he believes yeah. that they all say no or whatever. Yeah. So in order for him to, 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 now, what you can do with hypnosis and the process I go through is you can go back to that first event, take mm -hmm. the learnings from it, and then the belief of that the girls will do all that goes away. So it, it basically empties out the cup of that belief that you have so you can mm. start fresh. Now, by writing affirmations, getting confirmation is essentially you've done this 15 times and you got this belief. So now what you have to do is you have to start right. small and get little, like you said, confirmation. Oh, okay, not every girl's like that. One out of 15 are like that. Okay. And then you get more, oh shit, actually two out. And then eventually yeah. your belief will slowly change to what you want. But again, that's long, that's long. painful, and it just takes forever. Yeah. Not yeah. takes forever every time, but you get what I'm saying. It just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've literally, yeah. I, it's, I mean, it's, it, we haven't known each other very long at this, to this point because, mm -hmm. because of, you know, the magic of social media and stuff. But like, I've literally had to brainwash myself to over the last three years to get to the place that I've been at, dude, which isn't that impressive the, the most. Worst. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm proud I've done it. Right. I'm proud yeah, I've done no, it. I you did. I have you didn't. three journals full of me journaling and stuff, which I love journaling. Cause I, I can look back on it and, and see the journey and stuff. But like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, saying like, uh, like if I have a goal every single day, boom, boom. boom. Yeah. And you had to basically brainwash yourself. Right. Yeah, I freaking did it. Fuck it. And I'm yeah. still doing it. I, I still have limiting, I have tons of limiting beliefs still. But, yeah. you know, I, like, yeah, like you can't, you can do it. It just takes a fucking long time. And it, it's, it takes it's, a long time. It's a self, it's a self development journey. Um, yeah. And I'm sure I, I mean, I, I guess you'd be honest. Like, even if I, even if someone gets hypnotized, like, there's still like multiple things that you have to, that has to happen a bunch yeah, of times. Yeah. Like, right? some people have this, like, thing that like you can get it'll, hypnotized one time and all my problems are gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. no like yeah you could do that for like smoking or little things but um quicker brain, it's, it's a quicker brainwash yeah it's way quicker way yeah, quicker yeah, 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 um yeah. but uh going through and getting rid of negative emotions and limiting beliefs you know typically like in, in the course of an hour i'll get rid of at least five or six with people so they can have a belief i'm not good enough i don't deserve the things you want i'm not appreciated I'm scared to, I'm, I'm, I'm scared to talk to people, whatever. So we we get rid of those beliefs. Now, here's the thing. It doesn't mean that you'll never necessarily, you'll never have something to where that it can cause you to believe that. But what we're yeah. doing is we're, we're giving your, yourself a fresh start so that right. you can, whenever you approach those events, now you'll go, Oh, I remember this happened to me before. This is the positive way I could look at it. And then you can take it and move forward with your life. Right. Yeah. And, but if you keep, if you have those negative experiences and you don't take it and take the positive things and move forward, that yeah. belief can creep its way back in. And then you have to, again, release mm -hmm. the events. So here, here's what happens when we develop a negative belief. We have a, a negative experience. Yeah. We hold on to that experience. That experience changes our state which is how we feel. Right. So whatever, lack of confidence, et cetera. Once we hold on to that state long enough, it changes our behavior, which is behavior. how we act. Right. <clears throat> and then if we hold on to it long enough, it will change our personality, which then becomes where it's programmed. It's a belief and we believe it. Right. So we are yeah. Joe Dispenza talks about this. So what you can do when a negative event happens, if, if you take the positive, learnings from the event they have to be positive not what you don't want but the positive yeah. your your unconscious mind one of its highest primary objective is to learn it's always trying to learn why did we go through this what is this about how can i take yeah. the experiences but most people when they have something negative happen is that all they can think about is the negative event they don't take the positive so once you take the positives 
it's literally like nothing ever happened. You're like, oh yeah, you know, I was uh, blessed as a kid. I'll give you an example. Like this is how extreme it could be. People can have this belief their whole life that people are a certain way. They have certain negative emotions and they're like, they always think about being molested as a kid. They go back, take the positive learnings. They're like, yeah, that happened, but you know, I don't even care about it anymore. Like whatever. Mm. That's how extreme getting rid of negative emotions, limiting beliefs can be. But most people, we're not taught how to do that. We're not taught to take the positive yeah, learnings, yeah, yeah. move on, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, especially with like, by the way, I was not molested as a kid. I'm just giving you yeah, an yeah, yeah. example. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked with tons of people. You know, nothing wrong yeah. with it, but I'm just saying. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that would definitely bring limiting beliefs into play. I can, Fuck. I, oh my god, dude! It's it's horrible so experience. Yeah. So yeah, traumatic. For sure. So I'm actually curious what you think about my situation. So when I was when I was um, right before I turned 13, my my dad passed away. Um, oh. And, uh, it was, he was an alcoholic and, and a whole thing happened. Do you, what's your, I want to hear your opinion. Do you think that the lack of having a quote unquote father figure in could have created, uh, certain things during my teenage years? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Not having a mother, not having a father, all that stuff. It creates insecurity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It creates limiting beliefs. It creates all kinds of stuff. Um, but here's the thing. If in that moment you looked at it, or even now you looked at it as a positive, then it wouldn't mm -hmm. affect you negatively. Yeah. So you could, so for example, let's say you took that event you're like, oh, I didn't grow up with a dad. So nobody ever taught me how to be a man. And I don't really know what it's like to like be, you know, be a man's man or whatever. Right. Yeah. That could be your filter. So guess what? That's mm -hmm. what you believe. That's who you are going to be. You're yeah, going to be yeah. the guy that doesn't know how to be a man, right? Or the same person could look at it and go, well, I didn't have a dad growing up. So yeah. that, that required me to man up and to figure things out on my own. And mm. yeah. you know, it, takes, it takes a lot more courage and responsibility and a lot more. It actually yeah. takes, if you think about it, you're more of a man for being able to go through life without a man's help than you are with the guy with the man's help. Yeah, yeah. So then you're, then you, as you're, as I'm telling you this, you're going, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Fuck, right? Yeah. So, so then yeah. you take that, and then you, and then now the belief that the other guy had, you don't have that belief. You, you take right. that as that. That empowered me. You know, I needed yeah. to go into fuck. I needed to lose all my money and go into debt because that taught me the right. lesson to right, save exactly. my money, spend it right, be frugal. I needed that to happen. That's the mindset Isn't, you have to have is I needed my leg yeah. to get blown off. You know, I needed <laughs> this person yeah. to cheat on me. I needed that to happen yeah, yeah. so I could be the person I am now. Isn't that a conscious thought though? What? Isn't like, for example, given my situation, like isn't, so for example, you're, you said that thinking from the perspective of, oh, I didn't have a dad so that you know, that made me feel like less of a man or something like that, or, or less masculine mm -hmm. or, or isn't that a conscious thought? Whereas like, the no, it's your environment. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're, that's your belief that your subconscious mind thinks because in that moment oh, you didn't know you didn't either. Typically what happens is people will accidentally take positive learnings from certain things in their life and they'll move on. Right. But they're not doing okay. it consciously. Somehow it just yeah. happens. And, yeah, but yeah. most people will hold on to negative events and they, they don't take the learnings. They just, you're, you're, you know, people are like, people you hear are like, oh, I moved on. I, I'm over that. Well, most yeah. of the time it's not true. What happens is this event happens to you. It's right here in your mind, right? It's like, fuck, oh my God. Well, after a while, your, your, your subconscious is going, yo, we got to live our life. I got to go to work. I got to go train. Mm -hmm. I got to go. I got my girl. So what we're going to do, we're not going to let this go. We're just going to put it in our back pocket for now. Then when you're driving down the freeway, you know, you're listening to your favorite song, you're fucking, you're just feeling good. You start daydreaming and all of a sudden your subconscious mind is like, let's handle this bullshit that happened to you. When yeah, you were yeah, 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 yeah. And then all of a sudden you went from being in such a great mood and now you're thinking about your problems or yeah. what typically happens with a ton of people. They're laying in bed at night, they're calm, they're relaxed, they're ready to go to sleep. And then, boom, all their problems from this relationship, that relationship, their childhood, it starts to go through their mind. They start to relive, relive all those mm. experiences. Then before you yeah, know it, yeah. they can't sleep. Yeah. So 
people don't most of the time they don't actually get over things they just they just compress them down and they and they yeah and then when they're relaxed you know when you're driving and you're relaxed like that and you start daydreaming your brainwave cycles are slowing down so what happens Mm -hmm. when your brainwave cycles slow down boom your subconscious provides you with an event when you're laying down at bed and you're getting ready to go to sleep your conscious mind starts to calm down your subconscious is like yo here it is we need to handle this (laughs) yeah i've had moments when i'm I've had moments when I'm feeling great and then all of a sudden, sudden for some reason, I'll just have this thought process come in. I'm like, dude, like what the fuck? Like mm-hmm. why? That's your subconscious saying, yeah. Nick, we need to handle this. Yeah, Tell yeah. me what the learnings are. What are the positive learnings you can take from this? Cause we need to let it go. And mostly you're just going to go, ah, and then your mind will think about something else. True. She puts it in the back pocket mm-hmm. and then it just keeps popping up, popping up, popping up. And so eventually one day you take the positive learnings and what most people do on a daily basis. And it's sad because I used to be this person as well is we're just all day, every day. We're thinking about all the negative shit that happened to us in the past that we haven't come to terms with. Just, it's just, it's like on a highlight reel, just. Yeah. 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 And then we're sitting there trying to write on a piece of paper. I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. It just doesn't, it's not, it's not, it's not as effective with your time. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Yeah. 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 Um, for someone who is, you know, an entrepreneur, high achievers, which this is, this podcast is for people that want to be, um, who envision themselves as being high achievers, right? People that, people that want to achieve really great things that, that they don't really, they haven't broken out of their shell basically. Um, right. uh, I've heard that hypnosis is like perfect for people like that. People that yeah. invest in themselves, people that, um, really in order to reach certain goals, um, need to break past these, these limiting beliefs, um, which is obviously why I've done all this self-development work and stuff like that. Like what does the process look like for someone who wants to invest in themselves in, uh, in regards to hypnosis? Yeah. What kind of process would go into like working with someone? Yeah. So everybody's a little bit different just because everybody comes to me for different things. Right. Sure. Yeah. So I don't have like a cookie cutter, like package thing where I'm like, right, okay, right. this is how much it is. This is who, this is what we're going to do. Right. Um, so when somebody comes to me, I do an assessment. Okay. What do they want to work on? And first of all, if I, if it's something that I don't do, I'm not going to do it. Or if it's like, Hey, um, maybe it's a little side thing. They really want to focus on this and this is something that yeah, I do. Yeah but maybe they have a little side thing that I can help them with. I'll do that, but I won't, I won't like necessarily charge them. It'll just be like, okay, we'll touch on that a little bit, but I'm not guaranteeing anything about that. This is what I'm here for. So for example, I had a guy who was like, yeah, man, I'm just having all these problems in my life and I have anxiety blah, 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 and my back hurts and this, that, and the other. I said, okay, I go, we can do the anxiety stuff for sure. And I'll go, what, what we'll do is when we get through what we're doing, we have like some time, I'll do the little, I'll, cause I know some stuff for pain and stuff, but it's not my, my, my spe- uh, specification. I said, I'll, I'll work on that when we have some time. If it works great. If not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not guarantee you, but I'm not going to charge you anything for that. Mainly I'm just focusing on this. Right. So there's things like that, but um, yeah. So, and then I just, you know, I can't work with everybody because sometimes people just come to me and they don't really want help. They just, maybe they just want a shoulder to cry on or they want. Yeah. yeah. To, to I can definitely problem. see that. I yeah. can definitely see how that happens. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like their spouse wants them to get help, but they don't really want help. So yeah. the thing is, if somebody doesn't want help, you can't they get don't help want from hypnosis. Yeah. No. So I just kind of have to screen everybody. And go, okay. Is this person, if I work with this person, are they going to get yeah. the benefit out of me working with them? If so, then I'll work with them. And then again, if it aligns with something that I do and I know I can help them with, then, then, um, then I'll work with people. So yeah, they just reach yeah. out to me on Instagram. Um, if you're, if you're like following me on YouTube, you can reach out to my assistant or emails and all my videos, um, yeah. or, you know, Facebook and TikTok yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. What's Dom, your plug? Plug yourself. Dom, plug yourself. Uh, hypnotist. So on Instagram, TikTok and, uh, YouTube, it's Dom the hypnotist, just like it's spelled Dom. And then period the period hypnotist, or you could just look up Dom hypnotist and pop up. Uh, yeah. Facebook, Facebook is just my name, Dominique Bertoncini, and I have Twitter and stuff, but I, don't, I only go on there for like other stuff. I don't really promote myself there on too too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's the same Dom the hypnotist on Twitter, and so yeah, that's where they can reach out to me. And I I can't stress enough, man, how much this changes your life. Like I like I said, I was just an unhappy 
I would never admit it, but I, you know, last year, super unhappy, anxiety, stressed the fuck out all the time, mm-hmm. hated my life, would never say it out loud, but I, in my head, I was thinking that, had all these regrets, all this pain from the past, all yeah. these limiting beliefs, and, you know, I'm making more money now, and I'm saving more money than I did doing insurance, and I've only been in this game for not even a year yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's tough, man. I'm proof of you know myself. So, do you um do you have other people hypnotize you, or do you do some self work yeah. type? I stuff? do self work. I'll do like self hypnosis. I'll do some really? different stuff. Yeah, yeah. How does that um, work? I work with you. Just I mean, self hypnosis is really easy. You close your eyes, take a couple deep breaths, hold in in between each breath, breathe out. You feel your body shift. You'll feel your body relax, and you can you can either like count backwards from say 50 or 25 all the way to zero you're bringing yourself down and then you just repeat suggestions to yourself over and over again so just like you write down your goals this is a way more effective way to do it because you're actually doing it with you're doing it consciously but your brainwave cycles are slow so slowed down that it's getting it's sticking more so rather than sitting there and writing on a piece of paper i make ten thousand a month i make ten thousand a month i make ten thousand a month you close your eyes you allow your brainwave cycles to slow down and then you just silently, just in your mind, you repeat that. And what will happen is either one, you're going to fall asleep because you're going to keep repeating it over and over and over, you know, pass out. Also, when you repeat the same thing over and over and over, it puts you into a trance. It puts you deeper. So what happens is as you're repeating, you're slowly dropping your brainwave cycles down, down, slower and slower. And then eventually you'll just be like, fuck, all right, I've said this a hundred times and I open my eyes, or you'll just wake up and you'll be like, oh, uh, that was a good nap. Um, and uh, it'll, 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 it'll like, it'll um, have an effect though, right? Even if, even if you have oh, had fallen asleep. hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now here's, here's one thing that I, that most people do that's completely wrong. And I did this forever is yeah. we will try We will write things down that we don't believe. Right. Right. Yeah. So let's say you make 10 grand a month and you want to make 25 grand a month mm-hmm. and you're going to, you think that by writing down, I make 25 grand a month that it's helping you. Now, if you believe, like if you close your eyes and you say, okay, here, here's, here's the last thing I'll leave you with. When you're setting your goals, you have to make a decision. Okay. Number one, a goal is, is fuck all the goals don't really matter because Goals are something that you can maybe hit or not, right? It's just like mm-hmm. if I shoot a basketball goal, shoot a ball, yeah. what's going to happen? It's just, go it's, yeah, it's just in a direction. So number though. one, yeah, well, but number one, you have to make a decision, okay? When yeah. I go to the grocery store later on tonight, do I tell myself, hey, Nick, I have a goal of going to the grocery store today? No. No. What do I do? What you do just I need do? groceries. <laughs> I just get in my fucking car and I yeah, go to the yeah. grocery store. I don't right. have a goal. I decide. So what's the difference between – you earning a certain amount of money and going yeah. to the grocery store. Yeah. The only difference is the, the, the amount of importance you put behind make the money, but it's the same thing. It's, it's the same right. thing. You're just making a decision. This is how much I'm going to make. Okay. And you're yeah. just doing it. And you do just like I go to the, I make a decision in the grocery store. I do whatever it takes to get to the right. grocery store. We're just holding okay. ourselves back from getting to the grocery store. Yeah, so every, exactly. So every time you tell yourself, Oh, I have a goal of this. You're actually fucking yourself. I know I was saying goals earlier, but I say that so that people can understand what I'm talking about. But what you're telling yourself at the subconscious level is, I kind of believe that this is going to happen, but I kind of believe I don't. It ain't. Right? So how does someone yourself a way out? So so how does someone accomplish that? Yeah. This is what you do. You figure out something that you want. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you have to be honest with yourself. This is the this is the this is the most important part. I'm writing this down. So. Yeah, Figure right out percent. what you want, what okay. it is you want. And you have to ask yourself on a scale from one to 10, what is my believability that I can have whatever this is? Okay. So if you want to do a little exercise, maybe one day you write down everything you want. If money wasn't an option, money wasn't an issue, time wasn't an issue, nothing was an issue. Write down everything that you want. Right. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a yacht. I want a new refrigerator. I want a new car. I want a new house. Write everything out. Then what you do is you give yourself, not, not that it's possible, because we all know everything's possible, 
but what is possible for you in the mindset that you're in and where you're at in your life. So what you do is you essentially take all your goals that you have and you're going to have to start eliminating a bunch of them. And the way you do that is you ask yourself, okay, on a scale one to 10, what's my believability that I can have this? If it's anything less than like a seven and a half, just put that on the back burner for now. Yeah. What you want to focus on are the things, well, I would say less than a seven. What you want to focus on are the goals that are like a seven and an eight and even a nine and a 10. Here's why. If you have a goal of making 10 grand a month and you make two grand a month, what's most likely that person's believability that they can make 10 grand a month? One to 10, what would you say? Uh, legitimate well, believability? You know what, let's just do this. Let's just, let me just do this with you so we can, okay. we can do this, okay? What's a goal that you have right now in your mind? Um, I want to be making 20K by December 31st. Okay. Per How month. much money do you make now? Per month. How much money do you make right now? Uh, 3K a month. Okay, perfect. So you're, you want to go from 3K to 20K. Okay. Yep. That's a big fucking jump. Yeah. So I want you to be honest with me and your listeners. Yeah. Okay. I already had the number. No book. One to 10. What's your believability that you would bet your fucking life that that's going to happen. What's your believability? One through 10. 7.5. I swear to God. I don't believe it. I don't believe yeah, I mean, it. I don't believe it. Yeah. No. What is the real number? Close Seven your eyes and, and ask yourself. No. What's the real number? Close your eyes and ask yourself, okay, unconscious, subconscious mind, what's my believability that I'll be making 20 grand a month by December 31st this year? What's the number that pops your head? Keeps going seven point five. The the I'll tell you the reason. I'll tell you the reason why. It's because recently I, the reason the reason why is because I've recently heavily invested in coaches and stuff who have. Okay, perfect. So good. You know, the, I believe you. Here's why. Here's why I told you I don't believe you. I, I understand why. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I need a test to make yeah. sure you're like. No, I believe. I'm, it's real, real. Because if if I can yeah. break you, if you if yeah. you go I seven point five and you're like, all right, well, it's actually sick. Yeah, yeah. It's actually sick. Yeah. So. Let's okay. Let's go. Let's make it a little bit bigger. Let's go. Let's do another one. Let's let's go thirty grand. What's your believability? You'll make thirty grand by December thirty first. Yeah, one more, through ten. More like a six. Oh, what about fifty grand? It keeps going down. Yeah, probably like yeah. four. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Now, when you think about making fifty grand a month, it would be nice to make that, right? But when you think about it, how does it make you feel? Wait, wait, say it again. When you think about the possibility that you're going to do that, not that it can happen, not that what the life it'll give yeah. you, but when you yeah, think yeah. about it actually being a goal, damn, 50 grand by the end of the year, every month, how does it make you feel? A little overwhelmed, a little bit of fear pops up because perfect, you don't perfect. actually believe it. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So when you set a, a, a some crazy number, 50 grand, what happens when you get overwhelmed with something? What do you immediately want to do? Uh, push. I you want to get away. away. Yeah. You don't want to be near. You know how you get some people and they come up to you and they start yeah, yeah. talking to you really fast. But this happened. What do you want to do? You want to be like, ah, oh, fuck, dude, get the fuck away. Shut up. Right. <laughs> so what you're doing when your people are setting these imaginary, I want to make a million dollars a year, right? Right. Is you're getting overwhelmed and your in your brain's going, okay, that's a threat. We need to go with that $50,000 goal is a threat. We need to get away from it. Mm. So now what if I told you you can make 50 grand by December 31st of next year? Where's the believability at now? How does that feel? Yeah. That's, it feels more like I have a bigger window of time to like progress. Exactly. And shit. Yeah. Right. So what you <clears throat> have to do for everybody listening is you pick a something that you want 20 grand a month. Okay. And then you, and then you, okay. What if, what if your goal was next month? What's your believability? You can make 20 grand next month. Uh, no, no one. What about three months? Still one through probable. Mm, no. four, three. two, four, three, something yeah. like that. Six months. Five, five, nine months, six, 12 months. Seven and a half. Okay. Literally, I literally feel like a, it keeps popping in my head. Seven you and a half. feel it, right? Yeah. So here's, here's the thing. A year from now isn't December 31st. So by half, by look, February next year is 12 and a half or seven and a half. 
Mm, so what's yeah, actually December 31st? Um, what is the real number? That is oh, a little over 10 months. No, no. What, what is the feeling? One to 10. December 31st. Oh. Well, I consciously felt seven and a half when you said December 31st. When I said, no, when I said 12 months, you said seven and a half, right? That's because I, so that's because I, I didn't realize. I know, but that's yeah, the yeah. real number. Um, so what's, 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 what's it? Because when I said nine months, you said six. Yeah. So 10 months yeah, yeah. is what? Six and a half? Something like that. Yeah. Right. So I wouldn't make it December 31st. I'd make it February. Feel how, feel the difference in that two month span from your believability. What happens when it's December, when it's just, when it's 10 months, how do you feel? You can still feel it's possible, but a little overwhelmed, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Like, Oh shit. But when you go to February or even March, what about March next year? How did that feel? Yeah. Yeah. What's the number then? Um, yeah. Going up. Yeah. You see how your body, yeah, I can just tell your body language, your tonality, yeah. everything is yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what I would do is the way you said it is you say, okay, I made the decision to be making 20 grand or more. You never want to limit yourself to just 20 grand. You always want to tell your subconscious yeah. or more. Okay. That's um, a good point. I should, yeah. yeah. You want to limit always or more. Here's the other key by March 1st, 2021. This is very important. Now, if it happens a little bit after that, that's okay, right? Because would you be mad if it happened in April and you're making 20 grand in April? No. Or not this April. Maybe, <laughs> not, not, not this April. Next <laughs> April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Or maybe it'll happen even sooner because you also want to give yourself the opportunity to happen sooner, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want, if you don't have to wait till fucking March, do you want to wait? No. So by doing that, by setting it that way, you're giving yourself a specific day, but you're also saying, you know what? Hey, things can happen. If it happens a little bit after that, no pressure. Mm. All the pressure is gone. Now you're yeah, not yeah. like, ah, because here's what will happen is as you get closer to that number, if it hasn't happened, you're going you to get more and more. I've yeah, had that shit like, happen. Ah. Uh, yeah. So you set it, you give yourself like some breathing room, you know, hey, yeah, look, yeah, if yeah. it doesn't happen by exactly March 1st, that's okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Or maybe it'll happen sooner. You have to give your subconscious mind the ability to manifest it sooner. So 20,000 or more by this day, if it happens a little after that, that's fine. Or maybe it'll happen sooner. My mm. subconscious mind knows exactly what the right time is for me. And then you just make a decision. This is what I'm doing. It's, no, it's not a goal. You got to just delete that word. You can have goals, but that's not your goal. That is a decision that you've made. You've made that yeah. decision. A goal is 50, 50 grand a month is your goal. Okay. But the, you we're going to the grocery store. Yeah. You're going to make 20 grand by March 1st. There's yeah. no more goal. That's it. You make the decision. Yeah. I don't even write goals. Do. Would you, so yeah. would you just, yeah, I just, it's just, oh. no. only focus on the things that are in, are in the sweet spot. So again, mm -hmm. you figure out what you want. What's your believability. Do yeah. the time, put it out, ask yourself, be honest with yourself. Do like seven and a half, eight where it feels good. Okay. Right. Boom. I'm making a decision. This is when I'm doing it. What most people do though, is they just come up with a hairy fairy number, a million dollars a year by this year. Fuck off, dude. You make fucking, you know, you're making 40 grand. You're going to go to a million in a year. Yeah. yeah is it possible? Yes. Think yeah, it's big, possible. All this shit. But what happens? You get overwhelmed. Here's what's going to happen, Nick. Mm -hmm. Because you set this in that way, you feel good about it. You're going to mm -hmm. start taking action. You're going to yeah, start yeah, moving yeah. mountains. And then before you know it, 20 grand is going to be nothing. It's going to happen sooner and you'll be making more money because you decided to start moving towards that decision. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. That's cool. Crazy man. shit, man. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you coming I, on and, and almost yeah, they me fall asleep at one point. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Oh, oh damn. Man. Time flew. Yeah.